Welcome to the Pastor Wife Potluck Podcast. My name is Ryan. And I'm Cecilia. Happy Easter! Happy Easter, Ryan, and everyone else. Yeah. Um, for all of our listeners, we are doing another live episode. Um, okay, so Ryan, how was your Easter Sunday? My Easter Sunday was kind of weird. Obviously, we have all been in the church world for a really long time. And I did not go to church today. Uh, which felt weird. Like I said, we recorded all our services early. Um, so we recorded Easter on Wednesday and we recorded Good Friday on Tuesday night. And so I had a really quick, like, holy Saturday was about 12 hours long. And so I got up this morning and like didn't get dressed on Easter. And so I, I am an online virtual host for our church. Um, and so I respond to like prayer requests and things similar to what you're doing, but like at the church. Um, but I'm doing it in the system we use to, uh, produce our videos. And so that was how I spent my morning was like watching a screen and waiting for people to respond via chat box. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a weird day. Um, it's also been super rainy and sad all day like thundery and like heavy rain and so i don't know it's been one i don't know how to describe it really but it's been weird yeah we did y'all do like an easter lunch or anything with you and Corey? uh no we so the way our day worked was that i had an 8 30 service and Corey had a nine o'clock coffee hour on zoom with her church and so i co-hosted Corey's zoom call and like was in charge of the waiting room and muting and unmuting people and naming the people who showed up on iphones um and so i was doing that and also waiting for like watching my service at 8 30 however Nothing came up for my service, so it wasn't like I was neglecting work. Um, but yeah, so once we finished that, we made a big breakfast. Yeah, because I, I just asked what you ate today, and you went into a really long story Well, about I said all that technology. to say, like, we we did that stuff, and so we were done with all that at, like, 10 o'clock. We made a big breakfast, and then I had to work again at 11, um, and then I had to work again at 12, or at 2, <laughs> Um, and so we didn't have time for like a big meal. Um, I have eaten two meals today sitting at this table where I'm recording the podcast now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we didn't really get to celebrate together Easter. Um, and so that was a bummer. Yeah. And we're at the end of our week. So we do our grocery shopping on Monday. And so this is like the last day of food for us. <laughs> so like we, this is like today we did, well, we did food and like it was just everything we didn't want to cook earlier in the week we made today yeah that's kind of how we were we got home from church and william was like well we have dried soup that we could boil um but yeah so my sunday my i think that i think that this hit me today more than i thought it would but my parents were supposed to be here this week and we were going to go to the races, and Kentucky's beautiful in the spring, and I was really looking forward to that visit. But for the past few years, my parents have come on Easter, and we've mm-hmm. done an Easter brunch. The Easter brunch tradition started when I was in college, like, and I 
I don't think I, one, I realized how much I was looking forward to that and how disappointed I was that wasn't happening. And then two, I didn't realize how much I depend because for the last couple of years, William and I both worked at churches. So I depended on my mom to do the, you know, like right. to come to my house and cook. And I feel like I let William down. I haven't told him this, but I, I just, I feel like I had so many balls in the air this week that I wish I had just thought like I wanted to day- make today special for the two of us when we came home from church but I was so concentrated on church and the church and what was happening with our congregation members that I just like forgot and I I was bummed about it William in the comments just said yeah I don't mind but like I did you right. know but our church service went really well um we use a new system this morning and it went really well and so we were able to pre-record some and and they always we were able to include some of the traditions that this church has which I thought was really special and I think um like you said being behind the computer and being the one receiving the comments it it seemed like that was well received and that people felt loved and they still were able to celebrate um but yeah it it was this like bittersweet thing of like I love Easter I love celebrating any Easter and today just didn't even with the weather, it just didn't, it didn't feel like it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But, um, yeah, because yeah, this, this is y'all's first Easter as, like, a full-time pastor and pastor wife. Because it was our yeah. two. And, it, and that's what, like, I felt like for Corey as well. Because, like, she also pre-recorded her stuff. And, like, she missed out. And, like, being able to pre-record it was a blessing. And we can talk about that later. But... Like she missed, I feel like she missed out on so much of just like the Easter feeling, and like I'm sure her parents would have come down and and all that. Like we just, it feels like we missed it. Yeah, and I think so much of that is happening. I will say, I mean, there is always a silver lining. I will say that we were able to connect with friends tonight that we wouldn't have connected with otherwise. Um, We had friends from around the country tuning into the service today and telling like being with us on Easter and they wouldn't have otherwise. And so like there are, I do appreciate people's efforts to make this as um, sacred and as significant as possible. Um, So I don't think that that's lost, but I do think that everyone just was kind of like womp womp. Um, So yeah. Yeah, but it has, that was, it's been meaningful for us. Like I have gotten text today and Corey has gotten text today about um, how much people loved the services that we did and like while it was not that for me like I do not get the same things out of worship that I was getting before all this happened because it is so like thought about and rehearsed and that kind of thing uh, people are getting a lot out of it and I have really appreciated the text that I've gotten and I've appreciated the text that Corey has gotten as well because she has been working hard and like it is nice that this is working for people. Let's just go ahead and jump into talking about food because that's my favorite topic. Um, I will say I am planning an Easter brunch tomorrow and I'm forcing William to take off of work tomorrow. So we're going to do our Easter tomorrow because I feel like I dropped that ball. That is the nice thing about all this is that like you can delay something for a day because you'll mm -hmm. be home. Well, and because it's all arbitrary too, right? Right. Like 
we we the reason we celebrate is because we celebrate Christ. It's not because we celebrate today. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, how was your Wednesday? My Wednesday was good. I had uh, Wednesday night meal. Sorry. Yeah. Well, my Wednesday I had to work, and so Corey made her trusty Fiesta chicken. Um, which is this delicious like crock pot meal she makes um it is like chicken and cream cheese and corn um and ranch powder and some other stuff i don't know it's just a very good like crock pot meal um that tastes delicious uh and i will i like i don't know the last two times she's made it it's just hit real good and so yeah Corey made that and it was so good that's good yeah what did y'all have for Wednesday night dinner? Um, so there's a little bit of debate about what we actually ate what day. Because I'm, I know today is Sunday, but tomorrow I'm not going to know what day it is again. Um, so we grilled out. Um, we have been eating more hot dogs than <laughs> I would admit. Stop sending William to the grocery store. <laughs> um, yeah. I well, But I have asthma and I don't want to go. Like, right. I just don't want to take that chance. So anyway, we've been eating more hot dogs than I want to admit, but we've been spending time outside, and so it feels mm-hmm. good to, like, grill out. But the – so we had um, hot dogs, macaroni and cheese, and baked beans. The surprising thing this week is how long it took for our charcoal grill to heat up and not cook the – Sorry, I got distracted by the comments. Not cook the um, hot dogs. We were outside for like 45 minutes waiting for these stupid hot dogs to cook. At one point, William just took a raw one off the grill and ate it. And then finally, we came back inside and just put it on the stove and ate it. So that was the surprising part this week. Also, when I was shopping for your bachelor party, it was when all of the shelves were ransacked. And I was looking for baked beans and they didn't have any, but they had, doc- like, on the very top shelf, there was two cans left of Dr. Pepper baked beans. Interesting. And I, right? Yeah. Your face was just, like, a mixture of, like, I kind of want it, I kind of don't. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. They were labeled as um, surprisingly sweet and a little bit sour. And um, they were disgusting, which is not surprising. <laughs> yeah. Um, not surprising at all. So... Um, yeah. Yeah. So you had cold hot dogs. Yeah. Like when I was a child, and it felt like me and my cousins ate cold like hot dogs all the time. Why? I don't know. Is that a Texas thing? Because never have I ever eaten a raw hot dog. Interesting. Yeah. I don't. I, our listeners have to give us more insight on this, but I definitely like cold hot dogs was a snack. No. Did you no. eat the red ones, too? Do you want to just go ahead and dig your grave deeper? The what? The red ones? The dollar ones the that I buy? Dogs? I buy dollar hot dogs. Do you? I mean, before I got married, I bought dollar hot dogs. I would not bring those home to Corey. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. <laughs> One time we were um, having a tailgate at a hockey game. And the person who was supposed to bring the grill forgot to bring the grill. So this guy just revved his truck a lot and put the hot dogs on tinfoil and heated them up on some part of his truck. 
And I remember that they were red, and I think that scarred me forever. Yeah. Because everything about that situation was just terrible. Yeah. Um, Your mom is pissed that you ate raw hot dogs as a child. No, I think she's pissed that I buy dollar hot dogs. Oh. Because the raw hot, the cold hot dogs was on her watch. (laughs) (laughs) She said both. (laughs) Well. um, But yeah. So, it sounds like we had Eagle... Well, I had a good one. I mean, this is your chance now to finally have better Wednesday night meals than me. So... I I am willing to step it up this week. I'm willing to say that on Wednesday, we are doing our best, bougiest meals and competing that way. Okay, we'll do that as well. But I need to go to a grocery store. Well, yeah, I need to go to the grocery store tomorrow. Um, yeah. Okay, so Wednesday night, meal off. Meal off. Cool. Sounds like a name. Milof, come here. Milof, Javorka Milof, put the raw hot dog down. Um, okay, so what else is going on in your life, Ryan? We were talking earlier. I don't know about any real current events. Um, it feels like the news is kind of all in one direction out, right? Yeah, the now. news, I currently do not get television in any kind of like live fashion so i watch netflix netflix hulu and youtube um and so all my news comes from sgn which i will argue is the best news on television now i is definitely the most attractive news on television right now you don't think he's hot john krasinski yeah not really oh man i think he's so hot okay Okay, listeners, do you all have thoughts? Okay. Yeah, people agree with me. Okay. Like, not office, John. Krasinski. But, like, post post office. Post up, like, yeah. quiet place, John Krasinski. Oh, Didn't he have to yeah. get, like, super jacked for that Benghazi movie? Bearded John. That's what it is. Bearded John. And, like, quarantine John. Kind of, like, looking a little bit haggard. I'm in, I'm into it. Oh, okay. That makes way more sense. What? With putting a haggard John Krasinski next to William. Like, wow. He's like a ha- haggard John I Krasinski. I feel like that's a very offensive to John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got it in one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have been watching SGN. What is your favorite SGN moment? Have you actually seen SGN, Cecilia? Yes. I just also love Emily. And so when Emily came on for the Hamilton thing, it was talking about Mary Do you want to ask me about my favorite SGN moment? When they had the parade for the girl who was finishing up chemotherapy. um, And she was just so... That's what got me was that John was just so enamored by her. And he was just like, you're my hero. And then she was just like, you know who my heroes are? My doctors and my nurses. And then John was like, yes. <laughs> it was great. It made me cry. One single tear. Um, the SGN moment that made me weep like a child was the Hamilton bit of it. When the girl didn't Oh, is that so, Ryan? I had no idea. <laughs> When the girl didn't get to go see Hamilton, and so John Krasinski got the entire cast of Hamilton to like sing the first song, 
Um, I Wait, like you didn't see that coming. No, I did. Corey had told me that it was coming, and then <laughs> it started, and I started weeping. And I think it said more about where I was emotionally before I had seen that, and like just living my life, uh, in general, and like the environment that I was in. Um, but yeah, that that part got me when they started singing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, yeah, I've listened to those songs a million times and not even come close to weeping once. Can I tell you the truth? It was sweet. It was sweet. I like it. But the whole time I was thinking, how is that working on Zoom? Because it, it triggers who's talking, you know? Like, so they couldn't all sing at the same time. And so then, I, like, that's what I was thinking the whole time is how are they ma- actually making this work? Um, so I bet I'm the cast of Hamilton bitch. has faster internet connections than all of us. But you still can't talk at the same time. I bet we could. Okay, but... let's do it now. On the my side, I go, Sonia's the coolest, I love you so much, but you're not even participating. I didn't know what we were saying. I know that something really great happened with your uh, congregation on Easter. Why don't you tell us about it? I think it's really sweet. Our congregation this week... Um, William hit this day where he was just tired, and I think people knew. Um, And so one of the church members texted me and said, hey, we're going to egg your house on Saturday. Be home at 2.15. And I was like, (laughs) I don't know what that means, but okay. But also, like, where am I going to (laughs) be? Right. She was like, will you be home on Saturday? And I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, The Saturday or also next Saturday and the one after that probably too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so about 20 cars worth of our families and children and youth, um, came by and they had the sides of their cars Uh decorated and had like really sweet posters and stuff. Um, and so they threw plastic eggs at our house and all the eggs had notes of encouragement and candy in them. Um, and it was just really, really sweet. And one lady was just crying and she was like, it's just so good to see people. And I was like, <laughs> it's true. So we got to say all, hi to all of them. Um, and it was just, it was just really, I, I thought it was going to be funny. I did not expect to feel emotional about it. Yeah. Um, and it was good. And it was nice that the church, it, acknowledges like holy weeks are hard and like holy week under quarantine is just a whole nother level of emotion and you know Sonia. yeah holy week is emotional Cecilia. yeah uh, uh yeah i think we have also been feeling a little of that in our house but instead of bringing a bunch of plastic eggs over uh one of Corey's church members asked if we ate eggs or something to that effect. And we were like, yes, we love eggs. And she has chickens and they have too many eggs. Um, and so they dropped off three dozen eggs yesterday. That's my dream. Um, and then today texted Corey and asked if we needed any more. No, I think 36 eggs is enough. Yeah. And like, I know I'm a big dude, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> so many oh. eggs. But yeah, so... I don't know. So you also got egged. We also got egged, but they were in nice containers and fresh. So I, and this is Instagram verified, uh, got some points this week. Uh, Well, I think I got two points. We'll see. First, I moderated a coffee hour between Corey and her church members. 
Um, which I think just gets some points. Like I was, anyway, I had to listen to a bunch of old people talk that I don't actually know. Um, and it wasn't for my job. So I think that counts. Um, second, 100 points. Um, and then secondly, I edited Corey's Easter video. Um, after all my work was done. So she had everything filmed in like 15 different like video segments. And then I put it all together and put like words at the bottom of the screen. I did a cool scrolling text for her Apostles Creed. Um, anyway, so I did those two things. Yeah. Also, I was not flirting with old church ladies. I only do that for my actual job. This is Corey's job. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom just said, wow, you did it all without complaining. <laughs> okay, where do you get points, Cecilia? Because when we started, you said you didn't know where you got points, but I know in the last 40 minutes you have come up with, like, 500. Okay, that's not actually true. I'm still struggling. William came home from church today and was like, he was really sweet. He was like, you just deserve so many points for all these things, and then listed them, and I should have grabbed a piece of paper, and I didn't. Um... <laughs> I read scripture today in church. Okay. I still did the moderator thing. Moderator? Is that what we're calling it? Sure. I don't know. Um, and then I also... I was in the Good Friday Vespers um, thing that mm-hmm. we did online. And I had to transcribe a poem from somebody else's sermon. And it took me about an hour. Because the poem is not available online. Oh. Was this like somebody else's sermon, like an old dead person? No, it was from 2012, though. Oh. So it took me quite some time to I've... find it. Okay. I don't think... Uh, that... it... Wait. I mean, don't... I don't think the time it took you to figure it out. Because like, that's just your ability to Google. It's not on the internet. Everything's on the internet. These people took down the sermon and I had to get into their website's archives to find it. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I'm not even saying that. It still took me an hour to transcribe it. I hate you. Okay. Um, William, can you think of anything else that... I can't tell if Julie's being sarcastic. (laughs) It is hard. And it was... She just said transcribing is hard. And he was reading as a poem. And so, like, the... Even, like, the diction. I was just like... Anyway. Okay. Um... Yeah, Corey is just asking where her points are because she was also in your Good Friday service. We all know that Corey's better than you. Um, um, that was she asked specifically if she was doing this as a pastor wife or as a coworker of my boss. And I think since she wore her collar, it was a favor for a boss because he then also got. And I think because you don't have a collar, she's not considered a pastor's wife. What? She's just a person who works in ministry's wife right okay yeah sorry that's a dig on you ryan not on Corey. what that i didn't go to grad school like that's fine (laughs) i all i have realized being married to a pastor is that working in the church is not the same as being a pastor and i would not have said that a year ago oh i agree that's why i don't want to be a pastor Oh, I also coordinated the egging, and yes, William says putting up with him when he was crabby. It was an emotional week for my sweet seven of a husband, but I don't feel like that's a passive wife. I just feel like those are my wifely duties. 
<laughs> you guys are wifely duties. Who are you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this, that's really all I have this week. <laughs> um, okay. So let's see. Are we going to leave it up to the audience again to give you points? Yeah. So I think audience. So Ryan did computer things. I did computer things. I was in Good Friday. I edited a video. Okay, what? Julie says you get 12 and I get 5. I think that's fair. Uh, um, it is the closest I've just, been in a very long time. Are you ignoring this other caller who said I get 800 and you get 5? Your husband? Who <laughs> apparently feels really bad that he was crabby earlier this week because he was trying to that make up for a lot of emotion. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going with 12 and 5. So this is by a lady named Mildred because, of course, her <laughs> name is Mildred. Okay, so the first, there's there's levels of ingredients. Okay. Okay, so the first level is you need one envelope of Knox gelatin Uh-oh. softened in one-fourth cup of hot water. Of course it is because everybody puts gelatin in everything they bring to a potluck. We are the only reason that the Knox company is still a company. I don't think we have gelatin in our house. Oh, for sure. Who has Jello? Right. Um, okay. So dissolve softened gelatin by placing a glass measuring cup, comma. There does not need to be a comma here, but comma in a saucepan containing a small amount of water. Wait. Heat till. Put a. You pour water from a measuring cup into the pan. No, you place a glass measuring cup in a saucepan containing water. Okay. Oh, Sonia has gelatin on hand. Knox gelatin. Knox gelatin. Wow, she is old. You're the winner <laughs> of the call. Um, All right, so you heat till water is hot and the gelatin is dissolved. Or you can microwave this process. <laughs> Stir in the following ingredients. Okay. One cup Miracle Whip or cholesterol-free mayonnaise because... God help us if <laughs> this recipe has extra cholesterol. Three-fourths tablespoon teaspoon of salt, one half cup of diced celery, and then in parentheses, I use one cup. Well then, put one <laughs> cup on your ingredients. One half cold water, three te- tablespoons lemon juice, three cups diced t- cooked chicken, Parentheses, I use in two and a half. Just kidding, it doesn't say that. Um, two <laughs> tablespoons chopped parsley, optional. Okay, wait. So far, there is three quarters of a teaspoon of salt and some parsley. This is the most unseasoned chicken I've ever heard about in my entire life. And it's all mixed into jello at this point. <laughs> but this is what you're doing. All that just went into the salt oh, gelatin. That's so bad. Okay, so you're already supposed to stir these in. So now you're supposed to mix and pour all these ingredients into a Pyrex dish, cover, and place in the refrigerator until that layer is set well. So you have a layer of chicken, shredded chicken and jello. Okay. The top layer also involves another envelope of Knox gelatin. Repeat the instructions above, and then you add one can of whole cranberry sauce, one half cup of chopped nuts, 
nine ounces of, you guessed it, pineapple (laughs) and one tablespoon of lemon juice. Spread this gel layer over the first gelled layer and chill the entire dish for four to five hours. Cut into squares and serve on lettuce leaves. Serves six to eight. Very naive people. This is the saddest lasagna I've ever heard about in my entire life. Oh my god. Just, you know how, I, you know, <laughs> you know how sometimes people like do designs in jello now? Like that's a new thing. Like you drill out a hole and then you flip it over and underneath it has flowers. I don't know that I've seen a jello since elementary school. It just, the, I, the imagery of this makes me want to die. Yeah. That's bad. Just a layer of gelled chicken. Two layers. One layer of gelled chicken and then just one layer of jello and pineapple, pineapple. and cranberries. It's it's basically like a can of dog food because that has oh, gelatin. I can't even imagine what this looks like. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's my, what I'll make for our Wednesday night meal. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us. You've been listening to the Pastor Wife Potluck podcast. My name is Ryan. And I'm still Cecilia Newman. (laughs) And if you are listening on iTunes or any podcast player that lets you leave a review, please rate and review us. It would make us so happy. And also, all you have to do is tell someone about us. If you like this episode or any of our past episodes, um, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Pastor Wife Potluck. And you can email us uh, at Pastor Wife Potluck at gmail.com. Com. And now Cecilia is going to leave us with one last recipe tip to get us through this week. Cecilia, what is that tip? Well, this one conven- conveniently has to do with today's epi- or recipe. Do not use raw or fresh frozen pineapple in gelatin or it will not gel. <laughs> Have I used that one already? No, but Chris... 